Well, this weekend you get to see uh, the, the final product of a lot of work that's gone on this week. It always amazes me uh, that uh, this group learns this musical in just a few weeks. They've had the script and then this week they've been rehearsing and many of you know that. Some of you know the story, but let me just tell you the story is about a journey and it's a journey that uh, is very necessary. Uh, because a message comes from a guy who is called the carpenter. Now we know another carpenter, don't we? So keep your eye out for the carpenter. And uh, it's a, an arduous journey with some challenges on the way, but there's this great assurance that God is gonna get us through the journey. Isn't that good news? And there's lots of good news. You're gonna hear the whole gospel. You're gonna hear the whole gospel this weekend in this production, and that is thrilling to me. So I'm excited for you and I'm ready. Let's go. Jerica. Wait, let me yacht him. I'll take care of him. Daniel the dweeb. You, take care of the fire-breathing dragon. You can't even go to sleep at night until Mom checks the closet and under your bed. If I did see a dragon, I would beg him to consider you for lunch, babbling brook. That's mean, Daniel. Oh, sorry, Princess Brook. Maybe you shouldn't call me Daniel the dweeb. Kids, will you pay attention, please? I thought this was supposed to be a vacation. Be patient. Before we don't, we'll be swimming back at the hotel. Come on, we need to catch up. Oh my, what's this? Wow, this robe is beautiful. I wonder who it belongs to. I guess it wouldn't hurt to try it on. Shining Kingdom? Um, I'm from Oakland. Hmm, the land of oak. I was hoping I I better catch up with the group. Better watch out for that dragon, you know. Ugh, the dragons again? Oh. Please forgive me for this hasty departure. And welcome to Castle Sandberg, Princess Land of Oak. But I must find Duchess Bagnagot. She will protect you. Hey kid, wait! I'm not a princess. Wow, this robe is beautiful. I can't believe someone just left it lying around. I can see how he might mistake me for a princess. I wish I was a princess. People waiting on me, hands and foot. Daniel would have to do whatever I say. No homework. I wouldn't have to go on any of Dad's lame vacations.
as usual, Princess Pride. Thank you, dear. Hello, Madam Luxury. Did your new maid fix your hair? It's simply stunning. The white maid is worth waiting gold. I so agree. Sir Burleyman, Countess Lee, I'd like to introduce you to my new page. Page one. Pleased to meet you. So, page one, has Duchess Bragzalop been filling years with never-ending stories of her death-defying acts of courage? I've heard a few, but I love to hear the one about the dragon. Did you ever notice how she is always alone when these amazing acts of courage take place? Well, I probably don't want to hear that old tale again. So, how was your shopping trip abroad? Did you get to new department store Saks on Fifth Avenue? I can't wait to go there myself. Well, I had a quite exhausting time of it, but of course, I did succeed. Of course, shopping is one of my best talents. Indeed. You must tell me about the dragon. You must! Oh, do tell us what happened. How many dresses did you get? Well, there I was trying on the most beautiful gown when I looked in the mirror and saw the most hideous monster I've ever seen. And out of his mouth flew this gorgeous flaming red shawl made out of the softest silk trimmed with a gooey stream of spit. Just as I approached, he swung his giant tail covered in tiny pearls and spectacular gold ribbons that were absolutely grotesque. Spiny scales this long. Simply amazing. Incredible. Remarkable. Unbelievable. That's, That's amazing. amazing. I love to tell the one about the dragon. Especially the part where I arrived. It was chaos everywhere around the castle. You know, we're all fortunate I'm still alive. As fire exploded from the dragon's tub, the peasants screamed and broke 
to a run. I braved the flames and took my stand and slew the dragon with my bare hands. Isn't that amazing? Count me in as your number one fan. This is one new presentation and adventurous retelling is compellingly grand. Isn't that amazing? A tale of thrilling Dragon Hunt. Hello, my lady. I'm looking for the princess. You must be talking about her. Thank you so much, Brooke. Hey, wait. How did you know my name? Excuse me, princess, but I'm going to speak with you right away. I'm sorry. We're not hiring right now. It's about your castle. Oh, yes. This is the carpenter page found to inspect the castle. What did you discover? The phrase is quite serious. Your castle is on the verge of falling down. It has been built right on top of an underlying layer of sand. Okay. See that storm in the distance? Once it arrives, I'm afraid the walls will crumble. Like the walls of Jericho. The walls of what? Oh, sorry, Jericho. It happened a long time ago. You must leave immediately. There is nothing 
You're gonna fix this. Some four pairs won't solve the problem you have. Where shall we go? We'll all be out on the street, homeless. This is totally unbelievable. Carpenter, do you know of any castles for sale in the area? Afraid all the castles in the area are built on sand. May I ask you why you have built, built your homes so far away from the king? We enjoy our freedom and our privacy. The king seems to have so many rules. We like it here because we can live our own way. And do you live happily here? Our life is glorious here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, I have so many wonderful clothes and parties. Of course, everyone else is understandably quite jealous of me. And I fear they talk about me behind my back. And con there are constant bands of robbers attacking the castle, that nasty killer dragon, and now even our own castle is falling apart. Our life is terrible here. So it seems. Yeah. You know, you weren't meant to live this way. The king loves you and is very concerned about you and has been preparing a wonderful place for you in his kingdom. But how will we get there? If you follow me, I'll lead you all the way and never leave you. I don't know why we need him. I know everywhere in this country. But I could use a break from leading, so I say we follow him. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. He seems to be a trustworthy man. We'll follow you for now, Carpenter. So, Brooke, are you coming on this unexpected quest? I'm excited, yet a little worried. What do you do in the land of Oak when disaster strikes? Well, we pray to God. He is our king. Nothing is a surprise to him. When things get confusing, we put our hope into him and know that he will lead us down the right path. The upper world we passed was so wide and smooth. I refused to 
go on every step on this road. But not in luxury. This is the road the carpenter said leads to a better place. I don't care. I would rather take my chances on the wide world we just passed. Anyone that wants to come to me, come on, let's go. I'm having the same problem with my heels, and these are Parisian palms. I think it would be better to take the other road. Princess, to many people, the, the wide road seems right, but I promise you, it only leads to disappointments. This road will lead us straight to the Shining Kingdom. Great. Is that a river up ahead? The water will ruin my cashmere pashmina. Looks like there's a bridge. Hold, I'm Fidge, if you wish to pass through this bridge, you must pay toll. What is your fee, Fifi? Show me your food. Forget it. Paid. Show her the food bag, please. If you wish to pass through this bridge, you must give me all the food in that bag, except for the Brussels sprouts and the cow tongue. You can keep those. This is not right. You demand too much. We have no idea what is down the road. We need food. What? Not my problem, lady. Pay up or turn around. Next thing you know, they'll be bottling water and charging us for that. Please give the lady the food so we can be on our way. Great, we'll starve before we even get there. Um, I have some gummy worms in my pocket. I can share some with you guys. I don't know about Oakland, but Brooke, here we don't eat worms. <laughs> oh. Please do not worry about what you will eat or what you'll drink. I will take care of you if you trust me. Don't worry, just trust you. That sounds crazy. I think the carpenter is right. It's the same thing that Jesus says. Your father in heaven knows what you need. Every day, we just need to trust him for everything.
delicious. Can I have the recipe for my mom? Sorry, but the recipe for daily bread is an old family secret. Father created it. This is good stuff. Can I have some more, please? Ask and you shall receive. Sir Burlyman, do not eat with food in your mouth. I mean, do not talk with food in your mouth, even though this bread is quite heavenly. I must say, Carpenter, you've certainly made good in this promise, and this bread is so good and so satisfying. Are you sure you're just a carpenter? First, you lead us through these roads like some sort of professional guide or shepherd or something. And then you whipped up this yummy bread and gave us more than we even needed. You certainly are the most remarkable carpenter. You are different. You seem to have very noble qualities about you. Duchess brags a lot. Do you recognize that man up ahead? He looks like a wealthy merchant I once met at a tournament. He wanted a champion, like myself, to be a spokesperson for his new restaurant chain. His name is Count Z-Coins. Well, hello, fellow travelers, and where might you be traveling? We're on our way to the Shining Kingdom! I have heard of it, but I have interest elsewhere. Perhaps you have heard of my new restaurant chain, Jester in the Box. I have more than 60 of them across the country. Do you serve burgers there? Boogers? Gross. Worms are bad, but boogers? If I ever go to the land of oak, remind me to bring my own food. No! Hamburgers! You know, the meat patties and buns? That's the same absurd idea the Earl of MacDonald keeps talking about. Isn't that the man who lives in the White Castle? His wife's name is Crystal? No, no. Diff... No, no. Different guy. This guy keeps talking about having the peasants drive their carts up to a window to pick up jolly meals for their kids. Oh, Not a bad idea. But back to my point. If any of you are interested in buying a franchise, you can make a lot of money. How much are we talking? Billions. We serve our all lamb patties. 20% lamb and 80% something else. Then you cheat on the scales a little. Your quarter pounder patty can really be closer to an eighth of a pound and no one knows the difference. So you're basically stealing from people. Ah, uh, nobody cares. You'll get rich quick on my plan. This sounds like a great offer. I want to be rich. Where do I sign? Dishonest games will destroy you, Countess Lee. You must seek out a treasure of a different kind. The wealth the Count has will fade. The King has treasures for you that will last forever. You're so right. In my land, it's the same. Money won't get you anywhere. Jesus says that you should store up your treasures in heaven, not the ones on earth. Those are the ones that count. Earth are fading, let's live a life that's 
second thought, I think I'll pass count. They're right. I don't want to spend my life cheating others. Fine. Have it your way. You know, you know, I'm starting to see something very familiar here. What do you mean? Are we getting close to Oakland? Guys, nurse, stay away from the food. No, we're very far away. What I meant is you guys seem like very nice people, mostly, and that you want to do the right thing. But you guys are so used to going your own way and living for yourselves. You're not much different from me and my friends. So what's wrong with that? Well, the Bible says that to be happy and content, we need to live differently and not just do what comes normally and naturally. We need to live the kingdom way. So what's so different about this kingdom way of living? Well, it's kind of like living... remind us of this day. Watch out, Paige. Whoa, sorry. Going backwards is a good idea for you. What do you mean? We're actually going to the Shining Kingdom. Forget it. No one can go that way. The Dragon Doom is blocking the narrow road. He devours all who come near. 
That's no problem for Duchess Bagslot. She can kick his tail. I mean, she has defeated many dragons. She'll save us. Well, I may have exaggerated in the telling of a few of my stories. There's a shocker. <laughs> well, you see, I... Well, I've never really seen a dragon before. <gasps> you liar! Many have tried to overtake the dragon, Doom, and it's impossible. I say, leave while you can. Well, we've come so far, and the carpenter has proven to be right about everything. He said he would take us all the way. Good night. Do you recognize me? Oh, I... Sorry, have we met Carpenter? No, it wasn't always Carpenter. You were my, for my father. He sent me to seek and find these people, bring them safely to him. Now I must go and defeat the dragon zoo. Let me go and fight with you. And I. And him. No, I must do this alone. But you could be killed. Even if you hear that I have been killed, don't worry. My father has guaranteed that by his power, I will be victorious over the dragon doom. Follow down this road, and in three days, I will see you again. Remember, I brought you this far, and now we'll take you all the way. I thought he said he would never leave us. And who is his father? I don't understand. I think I do. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the father except through me. I didn't recognize him before, but now I see surely you're Carpenter is the son of the king, and now he's taking off the terrible dragon for you. You must be greatly loved. Romans 5.8 says, God demonstrates his love for us. Jesus died while we were still sinners.
Carpenter wanted us to find. I can barely keep the castle over the gate, but it looks incredible. This must be the Shining Kingdom. Wait, guys, stop. Carpenter, stop. Carpenter. Stop. Carpenter. <gasps> Carpenter, is that you? We thought you were gone when you went to face on the dragon. It was a difficult battle, but there's no other way. I promised my father to see you safely here. Wait, your father is the king? I'm shocked. And he knows us? He, he knows every single one of you by name, and he wants to bring you in, not just as his subjects, but part of his family. You were the king's son. You were a carpenter. You sacrificed for us. Now we may enter the kingdom. Wow! Come on, Brooke! Let's go! Not so fast, Paige. It's not quite time to move in yet. There's so many others who need to find the kingdom. What can we do? You need to point others to me. I'm giving you each a new name, a reminder, a name to remind you of your new role in the kingdom, a reminder to be different so you will draw others to the kingdom. We need to live backwards. Yes, Princess Pride. From this day forth, you shall be known as Princess Delight, and your generous heart will outshine anything you wear. Duchess Bragsalot, <laughs> you shall be called Duchess Bravehearted. You shall fight battles for your king and place all the glory at his feet. Lady Windebag, you, you will be called Lady Kind Words, and, you, and your cheerful spirit will infect all of those around. Sir Burly Man, you shall be called Sir Lendahand, and Sir Court, Countess Lee, you shall be called Countess Friendly. Together you shall spread goodwill and a, help, and a helping hand wherever the king leads you. What about my name? Page one, you shall be called Page Turner. You shall tell, you must tell everyone what happens at the last page of the story. All right. Uh, what happens? We all live happily forever after.
carpenter. What about my name? have you been? So no one knows just what caused the castle to crumble to the ground. Well, I know. Jesus says, if you hear my words but don't follow them, your life will be like a castle built on sand. And when the storm of life comes, it will crumble. But there's good news. God has made a new kingdom for us. And thanks Jesus has took it on the pavement for our sin and defeated the dragon of death, we can now live the backwards life and live happily forever after in the kingdom of God Castle built on sand. Well, archaeologists have said there seemed to be a problem with the foundation. But how would you know that, princess? I'm not a princess. I learned from the carpenter. What carpenter? He's one of my friends. You have friends? Be backwards, be backwards. What are you saying? Actually, Daniel, I was reminding myself that I am fortunate to have you as my little brother, and I think that you will be a great champion for Jesus one day. You do? I sure do. In fact, you shall no longer be called Daniel the Dweeb. From this day forth, you shall be called Daniel the Dragon Slayer. Well, I think our little princess is growing up. Come on, we need to get a picture of this, and we all lived happily ever after. You mean happily forever after. <laughs>
Wow, that is just amazing. You guys did a tremendous job. Amen. 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 I have to say, I love this story. And how could I not? Because in this story that we've just been experiencing, we had the whole gospel. We had this amazing gospel message all the way through. And uh, you probably noticed, I'm a preacher, so I have to notice, you know, the scriptures that are woven all the way through. Um, and uh, the whole thing, of course, is uh, based on uh, the words of Jesus. But what I really love is that little part of the title up there that says, this is not a fairy tale. We want to be sure and understand that. Uh, the words that Jesus spoke were these, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like the wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. In our story, the carpenter came and he invited uh, the people on this journey to a better kingdom. We don't really understand why, but they had begun building their kingdom away from the king. And we understand that, don't we? We see that a lot these days. People who are building their lives away from the king. And he says, if you'll follow me, I'll be with you the whole way and I'll make sure that you get there. It's so central to the message of the gospel. And central is this idea of building our lives upon the rock. The word that's used in that scripture is uh, the, the word that is translated Petra for Peter. It means a huge rock. And so uh, building our lives upon the rock is building our lives upon the word of God. Not just hearing the word, but doing the word of God. And that's the thing that I love to hear the children speaking and singing and presenting to us. The message is about hearing and it's about doing. Of course, the rock is Jesus. First Corinthians three says, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So more than just saying these things, there is a doing and a living. Jesus also said this in a few verses before that passage, he said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, those are the right words, but not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. We really don't want to miss that. As, as the grown-ups, as the parents, as the families, we don't want to miss that. Being part of the kingdom of heaven is more than just a simple declaration. It's about what we do with Jesus. It's about becoming the message of Jesus in the world around us. So we want to make sure that we get that. Jesus said that many will say, uh, come and they'll say, Lord, didn't we 
preach and cast out demons and do a lot of works for you. And he says, I will tell them plainly, you did not do the will of my father, so depart from me. It's really one of the kind of scariest verses in the whole Bible, but it's right in this same section that the children have been presenting. And so we really want to understand that the house that stands strong does the will of the Father by doing. I put two pictures up there, and they're pretty obvious. The house that's built on the rock, the house that's built on the word, and the house that's built on sand, something that's going to be washed away, something that's going to be taken away. The house that stands strong does the will of the Father by doing. We've kind of learned that foundations are critically important. Uh, I just came back from Colorado, and a lot of the cabins out there were built nearly 100 years ago. And a lot of the cabins, it was just so easy at that time. You were cutting down trees, and they would build cabins, and the foundation was on a tree stump. Well, that's pretty good. And maybe even for 40 or 50 years or 60 years, that's pretty good. But eventually, it begins to sink. And the houses out there, the cabins that last are those that are built on rock. Now, we're really blessed. We have a tiny little cabin. It's like 340 square feet. And it's like we were doing tiny house before tiny house was popular. But, but it's built on a rock. And it makes all the difference in the world to have that foundation. You know, as, as the grown-ups in the room, we... we can't help but realize that this summer we've seen that in South Florida. I won't show you the pictures because you've seen them and seen them and seen them or give you the numbers. But when a condominium can collapse with enormous loss of life, with such tragedy, and everything now seems to point to the foundation, the foundation being eroded, the foundation washing away after 40 years of time. We need to hear that lesson. As believers, as families that are believers, we need to build a foundation into our families. I, I posted recently a Harvard study that showed they had followed 5,000 uh, young people for a decade. And what, what they found was amazing. Uh, this was a secular study that kids who participated in weekly religious services or daily prayer, that's pretty wide open. But those who are given a foundation of faith were less likely to do drugs and engage in risky behaviors, 12% uh, less likely to suffer depression, 33% less likely to do illicit drugs, 18% more likely to report high levels of happiness, 87% more likely to have high levels of forgiveness. That's huge. The, the author of the, of the study at Harvard, uh, Professor Tyler Vanderweel, concluded this. He said, the effects of religious upbringing, and that's, open, that's very broad, are profoundly positive in protecting against substance abuse and depression and contribute, and contribute to higher levels of happiness and volunteering. The foundations, and really that's what we, we're doing that's what we were doing all this week, is laying foundation in the hearts of these children. That's what we've been doing all summer with these things called summer camp and vacation Bible school and mission week. All of those things are laying a foundation that is forever 
and which changes in an eternal way the course of lives. Every once in a while I hear someone, because it's kind of popular these days, and they'll say, well, I'm just going to let my child choose for themselves. And I have just have to say, and of course you would suspect I may say something like this, but saying that is literally, and I don't like to use literally, literally, but it is, literally like throwing them to the wolves in the world that we live in. We cannot do that. And so my hope and prayer, I see all of you and I see that you've invested in time and effort, all of the effort to make this happen and plant these words and these thoughts into the hearts of our families and our children is so powerful. So the question that I think our musical asks is, and there's a lot of them, wow, I mean, there's so much. I just loved hearing this from these voices and hearts. Which foundation am I choosing? Which foundation are you choosing? The, the house, are we building our houses on sand, something that's going to wash away when the storm comes? Or are we building our homes, our lives upon the rock of Jesus and his word? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much to hear uh, gospel through the voices and the, and the melodies and the hearts of these children. Thank you for all of the work, all of the effort that went into this. We praise you for the gospel of Jesus and this message about following Jesus to this kingdom and that you never leave us, you never forsake us. And in this year, in this age, in this time, we need that message so very much. God, show me how to better build my life upon rock. Show us each, show us in our families, in our church. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.